Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, hello. I'm Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. So I shared something this week on Instagram that started a conversation about snacking during the summer months, and I was so happy to find out that I am not alone. When it comes to snacking, particularly if you are raising young kids and you've got a house of kids during the summer months. Snacking can be this point of contention daily because I swear to you, the question that I am asked more than anything else between June and August is, mom, can I have a snack? (laughs) And that's okay. That's totally, it's totally fine. But it starts to drive me crazy. And so I I started doing something a couple of weeks ago and it's been working out so great. So I made a reel about this and I shared it. There was a really great conversation in the comments about what some of you guys do to manage snacking when people are home a little bit more often than usual. So what I shared and what's been working for us is this idea of a fridge snack. I should probably come up with a catchier name, but really it's just a fridge snack. So when my kids say, mom, can I have a snack? And I know they've already had four granola bars and six packs of fruit snacks and chips and who else knows what. I say, yeah, you can have a fridge snack. And in our fridge, we have a shelf dedicated to snacking. We call it the snack shelf. That's a catchier, that's a catchier phrase, right? Our, Our snack shelf. And They can have whatever they want from there anytime. And that just, it makes it easy for me to always be able to say yes, because nine times out of 10, if they are going to pick something from the snacking shelf in the fridge, it's going to be a lot healthier than what's coming from the pantry. So I want to get into talking about snacking a little bit more, 
But for those of you who are here for some meal ideas this week, let me get you those recipes. And then if you're interested in talking about snacking and a few more ideas I have for you, hang tight to the back half of the podcast. But first, let's jump into sharing a few recipes that are going to help you get a meal plan put together this week to hopefully make things feel a bit more manageable at dinner time. All right, first up, black bean taquitos with avocado corn salsa. Now, I got to tell you, this is a recipe club recipe, and it was the second most popular recipe that members voted on last month, and I was really excited about it, but my biggest hesitation in developing this recipe was, I don't know about you guys, but for years, if my family was eating taquitos, they were frozen taquitos that I bought from Costco or somewhere else, right? So I thought if I'm going to ask people to make a recipe that is so easy to purchase frozen, it better be a heck of a lot better. And it is. I am so happy to tell you it is so worth making these. And honestly, they are not difficult. None of the recipe club recipes are, but these in particular are so easy to put together and they freeze great. So in fact, they're so simple that my nearly 10 year old Ollie. He's almost 10 years old, a couple weeks. He had so much fun making these with me. They've got black beans. It's got some salsa verde in there, which is such a good kind of shortcut ingredient to use because when you use salsa verde, it's typically a pretty clean shortcut ingredient, but you've got so much flavor. You've got garlic and lots of times you'll have tomatillos, lots of things that really pack a punch in one um, kind of shortcut that's that's fantastic. And then I use kind of my trio of spices I like to use, chili powder and cumin and all that good Mexican flavor. There's a red bell pepper in the filling. And while the recipe is written vegetarian, meaning there is no meat in it, you could absolutely add some ground beef. You could add shredded chicken, anything like that. So you roll them up, you top them with cheese, you bake them off, and it's delicious. And I joked with Ollie that, we are going to have to start replacing Taco Tuesday for Taquito Tuesday because we do a lot of Taco Tuesdays and we just topped these like we normally top our tacos. We added pickled onions, we added shredded cheese, we make this delicious avocado corn salsa that's in the recipe that's some corn and avocado and some crumbled cotija or queso fresco, little lime cilantro. Oh, it's so yummy. It's so, so yummy. So, This is a hit and I wanted to share this because if you are hoping to make something that you can stick in the freezer and have easy access for kids to grab and reheat throughout the summer months, this recipe is fantastic. So good, but also good enough that you, if you were entertaining, like let's say you had people over for, I don't know, maybe you have a pool, you're having a pool party or you're having, um, you know, you're something for the fourth or whatever. This would be a great recipe to serve a crowd because you can make a lot. The recipe makes 20 taquitos um, and it comes together pretty quickly. So that's your first recipe suggestion for the week. My second one is my Waldorf chicken salad sandwiches. And I'm so excited to be able to share these with you guys. I typically only share them during the summer months because they're, to me, they're the most ideal picnic food. I love a chicken salad sandwich, but if I'm going to have chicken salad, it can't be made by anyone other than me. Meaning I got (laughs) to, there's something about buying pre-made chicken salad that I just am 
fundamentally against, but this comes together real easily. I use a shredded rotisserie chicken, shocker. The recipe is written if you want to cook your chicken, you can easily do that, or you can just swap it out for the shredded rotisserie chicken. And then it's got a combo of mayo and sour cream, some whole grain mustard, classic ingredients like celery, and then that Waldorf aspect, which you get the grapes and the apple. If you want to, you can add chopped pecans and some parsley, and then we always serve it on croissants. And it is just so yummy. To me, it is like summer in sandwich form. I love it. It's also kind of one of my go-tos if I am hosting like a baby shower or a bridal shower and I need something to make ahead. This is really good. Also, this is just good to make ahead and have in your fridge for the week and pull out to eat with crackers or hey if you want to have a croissant at lunch by all means knock yourself out but it's just good it's really really good and then third is my sheet pan beef and broccoli and I know I've mentioned that here before but as I was coming up with meal planning ideas I asked Ollie and I said what should we what do you want to have this week and he said sheet pan beef and broccoli well he didn't say sheet pan he just said beef and broccoli and I said okay and I'm telling you guys that is such a good tip if you I swear that when it comes to making a plan, the thing that people hate most is the decision fatigue. They just want someone to make the decision for them. So if you live in a household with people who are capable of making that decision, which my guess is most of you do, ask them. When you don't know, say, you got to give me one recipe. What, or what do you want this week? It helps. It really does. So I'm thrilled to make this because I love this dish and it's bright and it's colorful. And the thing that's really great about this dish, and I always forget until I make it, is that the marinade that you make for the beef is incredibly flavorful. Just so, so delicious. It obviously all comes together on one sheet pan. Really simple ingredients. I use a skirt steak cut into one inch chunks. Then there's rice wine vinegar and some brown sugar and some soy sauce and you use broccoli and red bell pepper. That's one thing I like to do is even though it's traditionally just beef and broccoli, I like adding a red bell pepper in there. Not only does it add some color and some variety, but for my kids who don't like cooked vegetables, really just my five-year-old, she loves a raw red bell pepper. So when I'm prepping the meal, I can set aside some of the raw red bell pepper for her and she still gets a veggie in and it works out great. So those are your three recipes. Uh, the black bean taquitos with that avocado corn salsa. So delicious. It's a recipe club recipe. If you're not a member, we would love to have you. I swear my best recipes are in recipe club. The second recipe is the Waldorf chicken salad sandwich, which you can find on my website, along with the sheet pan beef and broccoli. We'll also link all of these in the show notes for you guys, but those are three simple recipes you can throw on a meal plan this week and uh, hopefully make mealtime feel a bit more manageable. All right, let's get back to talking about snacking in the summer. So once summer officially kicks off, I swear, the morning of the first day of summer, we've no sooner woken up than I feel like someone is asking me for a snack. Not breakfast, a snack. Or as my cute two-year-old Penny would say, snack. 
why do kids love snacks so much? I mean, I love a snack. I guess I can't blame them. But there's something about snacking during this time of year that it just feels like it can get out of control so easily. And then before you know it, you're spoiling mealtime and you throwing schedules out of whack. And so we really needed to put a system in place for snacking. I think that maybe it's rooted in the fact that in in summertime, it just kind of means less routine and there's more mindless snacking. I want to talk about this. So in the beginning of the podcast, I kind of talked about this snacking shelf in our fridge and that really has been working quite well for us. It hasn't completely solved the problem, but it, it does help. And I do find that when my kids say, can I have a snack? And I say, you can have a fridge snack. Sometimes they just decide, mm, I don't want a fridge snack. <laughs> and so it it kind of, it cuts down on some of that mindless snacking. And look, I never want to be restrictive in any way for my kids, but I do want them to eat at mealtime. That's my bigger concern is them kind of spoiling our our time when we have meals together. And I have found that I needed to move our dinner time up. And that's happened within the past couple of months. But I, when my kids started asking for so many snacks in between school getting out and dinner, I realized, okay, there's a problem here. We got to bump dinner up 30 minutes. And that really, really helped. So if you're finding yourself frustrated by that late afternoon request, Think about bumping dinner time up. That might help as well. Okay, another thing we are going to try because, I don't know, we're a little bit of a house divided and maybe this is is not your house. But if I was totally in charge of all the food, I probably would tend to buy healthier snacks. Like I'm probably going to buy the apple chips as opposed to the Doritos. My husband's like, these are kids. Let them live. Let them have the cool ranch Doritos. And I'm like, okay, okay, we'll buy a box now and then and it's fine. So we do try and do, you know, be somewhat balanced, but we're also very normal, in quotes, people, meaning that you will find fruit snacks, you will find goldfish, you'll find some of those things in my pantry um, as well. I have found that if I just put it all out and it's a free-for-all, they go through it so fast so fast like if the Doritos show up I swear they last three days and then we're done and I'm not just gonna keep buying those over and over again so this is something we're gonna try the snack basket okay just hear me out this really is only applicable to my older two kids because my two-year-old isn't old enough to really understand this but my five-year-old and my 10-year-old are so we have a pretty small kitchen and then I'm, I'll do my best to explain this. And then in our backyard, we have like a single car garage that is separate from the garage where we park our cars, where we store bikes and skateboards and sports stuff. And we've got some shelving in there where we can store non-perishable foods and kind of backstock. And so I decided to take those types of snacks and keep the bulk of them there, and then everyone gets a snack basket in our pantry cupboard in the house. So Ollie gets a basket, Nora gets a basket, and at the beginning of the week, they can pick 10 things, right? They can literally go out and shop for their snacks, and they put them in their snack basket, and I'm talking like Monday through Friday. And then 
that's what they get. Those are their snacks for the week. So if they eat all of them on Monday, then, and keep in mind, these are the pantry snacks. They still have access to the fridge snacks. Then those fun snacks are gone, right? Well, so we're going to see how this works, you guys. I wanted to create this because I was getting so frustrated by them fighting saying, well, she ate all of the XYZ or he ate the last XYZ. So this way, everyone knows what they've got. It's independent. And then, I don't know, I think that it really can kind of help them think about, do I want to eat this or do I not want to eat this right now? Once again, nothing about restricting anything. They always have access to things in the fridge, but It's just kind of those empty calorie types of snacks that I'm not a huge fan of having an endless supply of. So those are my two best tips, the snacking shelf and the snack basket. And maybe they'd be helpful to you as you approach the summer months. Now, back to the fridge snacks, I wanted to share some of the things that I like to keep on hand and that my kids actually eat and go through. So string cheese is a big hit. Salami sticks, I'm a Costco shopper, and so my Costco in the past two places I've lived, both in California and Oregon, have sold these great little packs of like, it's a provolone cheese salami combo, and one of those with some Ritz crackers or other crackers, and my kids think that's awesome. So that's a great source of protein. Um, We're also big fans of the salami sticks that Trader Joe's sells, although they've been out of them forever. I hate it when that happens, but just something along those lines, pepperoni, whatever. Um, Balanced Bites, I believe that's a Sargento product, but it's really similar to kind of what I just, just described. And I get those at Costco as well. It's a couple of, you know, cubes of cheese and it's um, some crackers as well. And it's just a really easy way to say, here, have a snack and it's contained or grab this to eat in the car on your way to baseball practice or to dance. Um, so balanced bites. Those are great. They, like I said, I get those at Costco. Yogurt's a huge hit for two of my three children. Right now, I've uh, had the best luck with the, um, what is it called? They're the go and they're the kind without any dyes. Oh, what is it called? What is it called? You know what I'm talking about, right? You're all saying it out loud. Anyways, it doesn't matter what it is. The tubes are great for us and the age of my kids because I can keep them in the fridge and then I can also keep them in the freezer and they kind of pass for a popsicle. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. Oh, popsicles are a whole nother thing. But love those go Fruit. This is obvious. No brainer. Apples, grapes, berries, watermelon, pineapple, stuff like that. But what I did want to point out is with apples, my girls in particular love dipping the apples in peanut butter. And that's a great way to kind of get a little bit of protein in there or other nut butters. And with grapes, once my grapes start to get a little soft, because my kids are very picky about soft grapes, I put them in the freezer and frozen grapes are so delicious. Veggies and dip. So I have actually a whole bin, a divided bin from Container Store where I keep baby carrots in the front and then sometimes I get those mini bell peppers. Um, I don't think they're called bell. I think they're just mini peppers, but they're sweet peppers. They're not hot. And then in the back, we have the dips. So we have hummus, we have guacamole, and then we have my kids love ranch. Shocker. I know. But if a dip motivates you to put a vegetable in your body as a snack, fantastic. Fantastic. That's great. Um, 
And so that's a really good thing to have on hand. And then um, I'll also throw some pouches in the fridge sometimes too, whether they're applesauce pouches or uh, Costco sells kind of a fruit and veggie pouch that my girls like, and, and that works as well. So those are a couple of I literally just walked you through the snacking shelf in my fridge. I just kind of stocked it up for the week and that's what it looks like. But if you guys have any other ideas, you know I'd love to hear. So go find that reel about our snacking shelf and leave me a comment about something that is a big hit with your kids. Now, the last thing I want to say is I think it's also just important to be aware that when we're adjusting to a new schedule, your kid's rhythm might just be off a bit and it's important as a parent to kind of adjust accordingly. And so it's different. Our kids are used to sitting all day in a school setting. And now, hopefully, not in school, they are more active and they're playing more. And so they're maybe working up more of an appetite. So that's why I really I don't like, like this idea of restricting in any way, but um, making that fridge totally accessible and then on some of the more fun snacks, the more indulgent snacks, the snacks of my childhood, um, definitely giving access to those, but not necessarily providing an endless supply of those. And it's taken me removing those from the heart of our kitchen to kind of create a boundary there. And um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So there you have it, you guys, my best tips for snacking during the summer. And to be honest, this all applies to adults too, right? If every time I wanted a snack and I said, Kelsey, you got to have a fridge snack, I'd probably be eating a lot healthier. So maybe I will join the family effort for better snacking. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. And thank you to all of you who've left such lovely reviews. And not only that, if you've left a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'm so appreciative, but so many of you are sharing on social and that means the world to me. Um, you know, quickly sharing on an Instagram story or someone actually posted about it in their feed the other day. And it just, just makes my day. It helps other people who struggle to get dinner on the table find the podcast. It helps them. And that's ultimately what I am all about, getting people to the dinner table. And that's why I do this. That's why I prioritize this podcast. And I'm so grateful for the time you spend listening. Have a wonderful summary week and I can't wait to chat with you in a few days. Bye-bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. 
going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.